Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number Stores or SleepNumber.com. Say goodbye to diluted creams and serums that are often made up of 70% water and 15% preservatives, leaving minimal space for the ingredients your skin craves. The scientists behind fiber skincare have spent 15 years perfecting nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. And just one year ago, they patented a way of wrapping these nanofibers around oil or liquid-based ingredients. The result was a formula that delivers five times more active ingredients compared to creams or serums with no need for fillers like water preservatives or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is a plant-based anti-wrinkle set of patches that you use over seven days, applying them just like your favorite serums. Your skin will feel tighter in 10 seconds, and over seven days, the program is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by 19.4%. In fact, they have a tighter skin guarantee where if your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they will give you your money back, no questions asked. Go to fiberskincare.com and use code UNFILTERED for 15% off. I think the best advice I could ever give anyone is their behavior is not a personal attack on you. Yes. And you're personalizing it like it is against you mm -hmm. or it's happening to you. It's not. It's them really finding their emotions. So when you meet them with what they're trying to learn, you're just combating a problem with a problem. Drop it like a hat. Drop it like a hat. Drop it like a hat. Natalie, what do I do? <laughs> I hope it's giddy giddy. Oh, not just Mr. Parent Teacher interview. How did you like? What was it? A different time? No, like, I mean like I, I somehow it's like we knew it. We did a first parent. We had, there's three, so we did one, and then we did. We're like okay, six twenty is the second one, and then I was like, so see, it says six twenty p.m. Yeah. So I message her and I'm like, um, sorry about that. We were very busy over here, and then she's like, I had you in at six forty.
And I'm like, oh, well, she's like, I have lots of time tomorrow morning. Okay, and so do you have another one after this? Uh, Mark's doing one at 710 right now with the French teacher. Oh, I mean, that's bad. That's bagged in. I mean, we've been in French school for four, five, six years. So that's bagged in. Let's hope it's not bad. That's bagged in. That's in the bag. You know what I mean? It's in the bag. That's in the bag. Hey, guys, it is like our fourth podcast of the week because we're trying oh, to get ahead of it. We're doing the audios. It's the questions. We have them all. Oh, my this God. This is so exciting. So, guys, um, sometimes we have cocktails and conversation where we have a guest. But if we don't have a guest that's just interesting to us and works with our brand, then we are not just interviewing anyone. Yeah. And and this was this is just going to go out on, on this will go out on Tuesday, mm-hmm. so it doesn't even really matter when it goes out. It just I said everyone's all concerned about the days. I'm like, why do the days matter? No, if there's three podcasts, put three podcasts out Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. That's mm-hmm. all you got to do. I don't care what day it is, just go. Yeah, totally. It's and like us talking. No one's waiting for like one guest. And the, you know? and the one great thing about doing this like this where people send a message is that a lot of you have things on your mind that you're thinking and other people are thinking too. So we've asked all of you to send in um, voice notes because we'd love to hear so your voices. Good. You're welcome. So here's number one. Hey, Kat and Nat. It's Shaleen here. I am so excited to be able to ask you guys a question and really pick your brains on the subject evolving around school. So I am a mom of three. My kids are in grade one, grade three, and grade five. And I'm also working full-time from home uh, with an online business, but we're really struggling in the season of navigating virtual school and what that looks like for my kids. They seem to all be handling it a little bit differently. And then I've also heard the reverse. And so... Okay, we're, you know, we're going to get this work right. Different studies. I've read a lot of different studies. I've heard a lot of different podcasts on the idea uh, that a parent should not be a teacher. Yeah. And then I've also heard the reverse. And so I'm feeling really stuck right now in this season. Any guidance or input or your thoughts would be so appreciated. Okay. So basically, what the way you're feeling is how so many parents are feeling the confusion around online learning, in-person learning, not having the choice of all of that. Should I be sitting down and, and, and teaching Mother my kids? Bucket. You know what I mean? Like, like, is that my responsibility? I had these children. Am I supposed to be sitting down and doing the work with them and making sure they're doing online learning? But then you're saying, I run my own business. How am I going to have time for that? I'm confused. Is she the teacher or is she on virtual school and she feels like she has to be? Yeah, here's the thing. I'm, I'm going to give it to you straight. I think that there's no right or wrong answer. And it clearly you want us to say, no, you should not be doing it. Because if you're looking for the answer, you want a hard answer of what is right and what is wrong. And I, there's no right or wrong, but you're not wrong for not wanting to do it. Because you're like, I don't like it. I'm stretched. I'm thin. and But then you're looking for reasons to find that it's it's bad or good. So it's like kind of like breastfeeding. When you want to stop breastfeeding, if anyone had that experience, and then you Google every medical <laughs> journal about formula and you find every good and bad and you can't make a decision. So the best thing to do is get right with your decision. And there is nothing wrong if you don't want to be their teacher. I don't want to be my kid's teacher. Yeah. If you want, if you want to know our personal experience, when our kids left school in March, we never, 
um, did much help around it, and it just ended we up. We dropped out. We dropped. Everyone dropped out. Yeah. So we knew when we went back in September, we couldn't continue to drop out. Luckily, our children are able to be in school. But if they were at home, I would have them. I don't mean I don't. I know they're little, but like I would have teach them to be set up to be independent and help them along the way, but really put them in a position to be able to do it on their own. Because it's like those dick bag studies that are like, mm-hmm. oh, you should really um, keep. You should really not work and stay at home with your kids because you know it really it really is attachment you know they need that attachment but on the other hand you should really go to work because you need to daycare, be a good example yeah because daycare really does foster like real life society yeah just don't listen yeah, to it and also like be a good example for your daughters yeah. by being a woman who goes to work yeah but, but stay home because yeah. you know that's what you should do as a mom you know there are Fuck both it. sides you kind of cats right you just gotta like your family's gotta be good with whatever you decide you, you know? decide and you don't and you don't beat yourself up about it and yeah, you go that's with the it. worst and staying in the middle of limbo like yeah. the limbo is the worst because she's clearly looking for an answer that she knows but she doesn't want to face it and there's a million people there on one side a million yep. people on the other side which a million you clearly have found right because you're looking for it you know if you're looking for these podcasts look for the answer you want mm-hmm. the answer that you want is don't do it and this and this right now and move on to the next question and and, and, you and kn- if you do want to do it then keep listening <laughs> yeah <laughs> and also one more thing is you can change your mind. Mm. Absolutely change your mind. My Decide. wine has never tasted so good. That is really exciting. I have to tell it's you. It's like I'm I'm playing with a cold. Yeah. Like I've taken nothing, oh. but I have no stuffing. Like it's like I'm like it's like it's toying with my emotions. I like that. Yeah, it's not here, but it's yeah. not not there. Yeah. But nothing hurts. No. Like I'm not I'm just kinda like it's like it's it's like it's like a boner in my back. Boner in my back. You know Get what I mean? That boner it's like out my I'm like, back. let's just do it or like let's move on. I know. That's what but it's sometimes like. it's it never really moves on. It just lingers here. And then it goes away. But it should progress into something more. I mean, more. it should. No. I know. Always. It's like it got better as the day went on and I didn't take anything. Mm-hmm. Sounds worse. Maybe I'm magic. No, but I, it doesn't feel worse. But that's great news. Okay, here's our second one. What advice would you give to a mom who can't decide if she should have another baby? <laughs> we actually have the perfect, the perfect answer for this. It basically is. You look at your partner. Does your partner want another child? You look at yourself. Do you want another child? Each of you are going to have... Someone has more of an opinion on it than the other. Yeah. Someone definitely does. Inside, Inside, you both aren't like... We really don't know. Well, and if you are like we really don't know, think of your dinner ta- dinner table in three years from now, five years from now, and 15 years from now, and what do you want your dinner table to look like? Yeah. And if you want it to be just the three of you, if you, like, you I can, don't know. She might have three kids already. Well, but you can still, yeah, like, you visualize can still visualize it. how full your dinner table because you want. Because the, the, the baby years are so short compared to the life that you're creating. Yes, that's why I say think 15 years from now. Do you want... Do you want a bunch of kids walking in the door? Mm-hmm. Or do you want one kid walking in the door because you like the calm? Yes. What do you like? Because more children equals more chaos. More chaos. And less control. And some people love chaos and hecticness. And some people, that would that would just put them over the edge. How, you know, do, you, I, how do you think that, that one, that one yeah. person would do with just one child? Maybe better. Yeah. 
<laughs> we have a we have someone we know mutually who really gets overwhelmed by children, mm-hmm. and it's almost like they did it to check a box. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they would have maybe been better with one child versus. Yes. Yeah, and then the, the, you know, I, it's funny when we were just talking about that. I was thinking, I, I was thinking about someone, and I was thinking that this friend of mine said, "I have had two children. Before I had two children." I thought maybe I'd have three, but I know for my own sanity and my marriage, if I have another one, it will tip the scale and things will be out of control in a way I don't like it. So think about what your life would be like. Yeah, not when you have a baby, not being not pregnant. pregnant. Yeah, like what you want. We need more information. <laughs> then we can dissect better. Yeah, but really, think you know, the I, think, table. I think deep down, you know. Here's another one. Hi ladies, my name is Kim, I'm from New Jersey, and I was calling to see how you get your children to be more independent. I have a five-year-old only child, and he tends not to do a lot of things for himself. He does fine with my husband, so I know that he's capable of doing these things, Mm -hmm. but I just need some help as to how to get him to act right for mama. Stop. Stop doing it. Stop doing it. Expect more. Expect more. If you stop doing it, and he needs it to be done or wants it to be done, he will do it. Yeah. And so really, it's a you thing. It is a you thing. It's not a him thing. And just so you know, we have learned, this isn't something we innately knew. This is something we've learned over time through particular parenting experts and experience, watching Mm. it happen. Literally, you stop doing something that you've been doing for a kid when you know that they're of the age that they're capable, they will just start doing it. And then you'll never go back to doing it again. I know. It's, it's crazy. so crazy how it happens. Like, like you know, I would say, like, making lunch. I still wipe asses. What? She's five. I wipe her ass. What? She likes it really clean. What? Yeah. She doesn't get it. See, mine, my little one, he's notorious for a clean break, That's which rough. is so great for my youngest. Like, he, every time he wipes, he's like, there's nothing there. Wow. I'm like, you probably need to drink more water. Those are dehydrated poops. Wow. Yeah, no, I need to work on, I need to, like, launch her, but it ends up, well, you've seen it. It ends up <laughs> fucking everywhere. Yeah. Are Wait. they soft? I don't, I gotta I gotta look harder. Yeah, check them out. Yeah, yeah, That's do funny. less. Do you, you they'll be as capable as you let them be. I promise, I promise you, it's you doing Maxie everything made a for big them. salad today and he cut and then he put everything away. Yeah. And I was like, Wow, I'm proud of you. Yeah. Wow. And when, I wouldn't even put shit and, away. And this is key, and I remember our preschool um, teachers uh, for our kids and our and our parenting expert, when you see they're capable of doing it once, maybe they accidentally do it or you catch them doing yeah. it. Yeah. Never do it again for them. Never do it again for Unless them. Unless they're sick, and then that's fine. You can do it for them when they're sick, but only oh, okay. when they're sick. Okay, you get it away. Fair. Fair. Only when, they're, only when they're not capable, when they're no longer... Don't oh. you wonder why we put extensions in when you could just wear this every day? No. And then take it off? I absolutely do know why. And hate you hate this. Oh, my God. I'm so itchy. It's like I have a rat on my head. Meanwhile, you can buy a cat and add extensions. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is a halo and a... God, crown top. Where? Oh, you did a double whammy. That's why I'm wearing a headpiece. Oh, wow. Too, because I'm like, I, I, you know, if I'm meeting Johnny, and Johnny's girlfriend has such good hair. Here's another question from you guys. Love I'm going to wear that. With all the stresses attached to COVID, how are you keeping the relationships with your husbands on track? Uh, this one's about to hit a tree, and I would like to try to avoid I that. I know. But <laughs> it's so hard to do anything. Even having a conversation or any alone time has had many obstacles, so any advice is appreciated. Oh, Thanks. DM McGuire, babe. Love you, love you. I love that you care. You know, <laughs> you know, she cares. Like, you know, I feel like 
I feel like, you know, some of you really reach out to us and you share your experiences as a mother, as a friend, as a wife. The fact that you care yeah, about making point. time for your partner says a lot. It, you know what I mean? Yeah, it really... Like, I haven't stopped and thought about that once. Yeah, no, me, no, me, I mean, girl, you're in a pandemic. You in a pandemic, you need to not worry about that much. You know, I think that shit's going to go off the rails. Like, divorce rates are going to be off the... I'm not saying get a divorce at all. <laughs> Love Dave, if we by all, the way. Yeah, and if and if we did, we'd all just go live on a commune together. But let's not let's not talk about I'm that. I'm just yet. saying I think that the stress of thinking about how things aren't, you know, so much of marriage is about really honestly making living out other people's expectations. Like I really do believe that. It's living out movies expectations, it's living out your best friends. Rom -coms. How, it's how their husbands and them interact. It's how you interacted with someone else or like what you think your marriage should be or what you expected it to be. So every time that person doesn't live up to your expectations, they're failing you. So it's like, and your expectations are probably really fucked because all of women's expectations are fucked just based on what society has taught us. Mm -hmm. So if you just like peel it back and realize, like, if you were like, we're living in a pandemic, of course there's no lo alone time. Of course. Of course there's no alone time. And maybe, like, check in with him and be like, wow, is it feeling kind of shitty, like, how crazy this is? We have no alone time. And honestly, just having that communication yeah. conversation is means so much. Because the fact that you're telling us that you're thinking about it, if he knew you were thinking about it, that, that's you're, a lot. You care. You care. And the other thing is, on, on the other side, is if you want to make alone time, because that's important to you to make you feel like your relationship is on track, carve it. But how? You well, when okay, so one night you you commit to saying we're gonna stay up later together. We're not gonna watch TV. We're gonna eat cake over a candlelight and look at each other in the cake eyes. Cake over a candlelight. I, I, thought, I, like I thought it would be too late for dinner once the kid went to bed. Cake. You know, over, so I was going to dessert. You know, Danielle, cake over candlelight. <laughs> fucking there you go. And a bottle of red. You or know, a fucking just, bottle of tequila will probably yeah, solve all your problems. It will. But you know, if it matters to you, carve it out. See how it goes. But I swear, just, just don't get mad at him for your expectations. That's all I'm mm -hmm. going to say. Mm -hmm. Like, really don't get mad at your spouses or your friends for your expectations that they have no idea about. Like, they're like, dude, I had no idea these were my expectations. Mm -hmm. I just, I thought we loved each uh, other. Yeah, he might be thinking everything's perfect. Uh, yeah. Look at all this time we're spending together. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. 
so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Catnat, my question to you is, how do you guys seem to keep your cool when your kids are misbehaving and acting up? I have a really hard time with it as they push you to that certain point and I end up losing it. And I really need to get better at that. I have to tell you, um, I sometimes when my fourth kid does something that my first child used to do and it used to kill me inside. Like, I would get totally like worked what? up. Just temper tantrums that were out of control. Okay. They would, it would, it would make me so... You don't actually ever lose your shit when they're mad. I know, but back then, I didn't lose it, but on the inside, it was taking such a toll because it, it... I, I mean, I remember her on parent parent kid day like visitor day at the preschool and she lost her shit and the teachers had no idea what to do and I was it was my first child and I was thoroughly overwhelmed I also had a baby and um it was just really 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 stressful I don't you don't see it in the way that I look inside back then but I was like a fire on the inside so that's number one a minute look like we're losing our shit but over time I've really realized it was funny I was at my sister-in-law's house today and she had a baby that's seven pounds it's the size of a squirrel. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and she's like, the baby just calm down. This lady is crazy. Oh my gosh. I'm like, isn't it crazy that there's something the size of your hand that can, can bring out so much emotion oh, wait, in you. This lady, the baby's the lady, the mm. lady's the baby. <laughs> no, the lady, the baby is the lady. No. You said this lady is crazy. Okay. Yes. That's what she said. She said about her daughter. This little lady is crazy. Oh, I thought you were. Okay. So she called the baby a lady. Yeah. Oh yeah. This okay. little lady. Okay. Got so, it. and, but I go, look at the size of my sister-in-law. <laughs> she's not fat. <laughs> she, it's just like she's a grown woman holding something so small. But when she was saying like how kind of like annoyed she was with the baby crying, I'm like, isn't that so crazy? And I remember thinking small children having temper tantrums and, and parents reacting. If you step back, it's so silly. Yeah, it is silly. Because nothing they're doing is making sense. And if for it to actually evoke all that emotion in you is not even worth it. Because it's one thing if you're fighting with your husband and you know he's a grown man and he's like saying something that makes sense and so are you this is a tiny baby I think the best advice I could ever give anyone is their behavior is not a personal attack on you yes. and you're personalizing it like it is against you mm -hmm. or it's happening to you it's not it's them really finding their emotions so when you meet them with what they're trying to learn you're just combating a problem with a problem so if you can look at it from an objective way like okay you're they're literally learning to self-regulate and when you go and and mm -hmm scream at them. They don't learn to self-regulate. They learn to scream back, you know? And, yeah. and if you, if, if you just step back and let them regulate and calm down, then you can talk to them about what you didn't like. But I really think that the reason I don't yell is because I'm like, well, if you're in a bad mood and you're pissy, 
like me it's not me, a good time me being power over me trying to control your behavior by getting mad at you just doesn't really I'm like I don't have the fucking energy to do that so let me know when you're in a better mood and we'll shitty chat yeah it's know? never a good time and you know I, I, I don't I think Kat you probably have this experience too but like sometimes when your kid is in the heat of it all and they're so wrapped up in their feelings and their emotions and their anger and and, and then you come at them at the same level and I, so I my husband does it sometimes not at the same level, but my daughter gets tired at the end of the night. Yeah. And then she brings her issues into the living room where Mark and I are. And she fights. And I have come to realize, and it's taken me a long time, that this is no time to argue with her. Even if she's saying the most ridiculous things. Right, right. And I go, Mark, not now. Just let her. She's tired. Just, and I, he can't, he, and I, Mark. Because you now. want to parent her because you think the behavior is disrespectful. Because she's being disrespectful. But I'm like, now is absolutely not so the when, time. So when you look at like the behavior, if you're ever wondering like if they are, if you're in a perfect situation, like they're well fed, they're well rested, nothing anxious is going on, nothing stressful is going on, and they're like in a good moment. If they're disrespectful then, then you have a problem. But if you can like look mm-hmm. at the bigger picture, you're kind of like, okay. And There's something that's triggering and it could be something that happened outside the home and they're trying to get your attention so that they can have a conversation. And by the way, they know when to unleash it because they unleash mm. it on you when you're, they're safe at home. But if my kids are rude or disrespectful or like, you know, I have I've, I have been known to leave places. I have been known not to go places mm-hmm. because I'm like, fuck it. You're being actually, you're being greedy and like, dis- no, we're not going. And they're like, fuck. So don't be afraid to pull rank when you need to. And that's not a motive. That is a consequence when collectively they're being dick bags. Yeah. And mean what you say and say what you mean and oh, try and be, boy, although it's hard, one. but really try and be consistent, you know, and also your threats have to match the behavior. Right? The consequence. Yeah. The consequence has to have to match the behavior, which is kind of a complicated thing. But like if they're not eating their dinner, and then you say, I'm going to go take away your plate out on Friday. The two things have nothing to do with each other. So in their minds, that doesn't make sense. It's not the right, it's not the right thing. For I don't it. know if drinking and answering questions is the best. Uh... Well, I also was going to say, in, in our opinion, we never, we never force our children to finish their meal. Like I am. I, you know, did I, you hear what I said? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. But I'm so steadfast on that. <laughs> Steadfast. I've never said that word before. Steadfast. Yeah, I feel like that means steadfast. That. Yeah, I think so. Steadfast. Yeah, I think so. Got it. Do you know that word? I mean, I think it means like like stuck in. I'm serious about this. I guess. I'm steadfast. Never said that before. In um, telling my kids, and this is just like another like parenting thing, whatever. Like, um, you. Uh, okay. Uh-huh. A lot of people say finish what's on your plate. Okay. Uh, I know you want your kids to eat, eat until they're full so they don't go eat a chocolate bar afterwards. But I mean, come on. But it's so funny because I've told you this before. My kids come home from school and they report to me as if they feel guilty that they haven't e- eaten their meal. And I have never said to them, finish you your mean? lunch. So they go, mom, 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 I didn't eat all of my sandwich and I, and I left some of my snacks. Never in the history of their life have they're, I they're, ever... They're, they're, they're lunch teachers do. The lunch teachers. I have never cared what they bring home. My job is to offer the food. If they don't touch it, I don't care. Yeah. I really don't care. Yeah. So they're like, Mom, I didn't finish my... I didn't have... I don't care. Throw it in the garbage. 
Right. I did my job. Right. I don't even care if you like it much. Right. You know, I just need to fill that lunchbox so that you, when all the kids sit down, you have something to open. If a teacher comes around, you don't have nothing. I, you don't have nothing. You don't. Right. They look in your lunchbox. There's not a dirty, uh, there's not an, a dirty apple core there. Yeah. There's, I took out what was in there yesterday. That's what I did. I did. And I put some fresh stuff. I never take out Friday's lunch, by the way. Oh, God, me neither. I wait till set morning, Monday morning. I'm like, fuck. Oh, God, I know. I hate That lunches. should really be their job. Oh, yes. And you it, know what? In our house now, I do not go into their backpacks to find their lunches. And it might be in the morning when they go get it. But I do have two lunch, like, containers. So I can use the, like, I don't have to use the same one. Uh, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Wow, we're really exciting today. No, I mean, the crazy thing is is that when we put out these questions, um, we want you to know that you can ask anything. It seems like um, parenting is such a, an insecure yeah, yeah. place that you that everybody wants to know that. But you can ask us about our sex lives. You can ask wow, us yeah. about our nose hairs. You can ask us about the last time we had a pelvic, a pubic, a pubic, um, a pubic exam. No, a what's, pelvic. What's it called? A pap smear. A pap. I haven't had one in so long. Okay, so the reason I got my last pap smear was because of I you. I made you. I know, but you 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 have you get to wait three years, by the way. So check it out. So my husband's on the phone today with someone. I don't know. He's on the phone. With, he goes, "When's the last time you went to the doctor?" I said. I would guess it was probably like January. Yeah. Okay, so then he's like, oh, what was it for? I'm like, who are you talking to? And he's like, my stepdad's assistant who takes care of our life insurance. Oh, my God. So I go, oh, you can tell him I got a pet, and I got my results back from the government, and I don't have anything wrong down there, so... At least I'm internally in my vagina area, reproductive. Why? Are you upping the life insurance? You getting more? I, I don't actually know what's going on in there. Is he taking out a policy on you? You better look into that. <laughs> he mentioned something in passing, like I'm gonna something up, about life insurance. Like I'm upping the life insurance. He didn't say that. Oh my God, guys! If I die, it's him. This is going to be the recording on Dateline. It's going to sound very upbeat for a Dateline special. But yeah, I'm like, wait a minute. We'll have to ask. Why him. is he ask? Like, that's a good question. And that's also weird that. Oh, but it was your stepdad. Yeah. Okay, because like, well, are they? The, oh, maybe they're trying to kill my mom and me. No, technically they should be talking to you directly. Well, versus, they, well, I was. He's like, she's right here beside me. No, I know. And but he they, asked like, what's your social insurance number? So I knew that. Did so you like, not have life insurance before or something? When do we do? Oh, you're getting more, apparently. I guess that's not enough to tie him over if I die. <laughs> How much more do you need? I mean, I don't have that much. I mean, I have enough that I could survive as a, as a human with my children if Mark dies. I think I'm 10 million. Okay, I'm not 10 million. I think I'm 10 million. I think I'm two. But I think Mark's 10 million, I'm like two. Like, you know. Oh, I'm probably one. <laughs> that's crazy, eh? What you're worth? Yeah, I think I'm just one. I should ask Mark. What am I worth, babe? 
Because what it is is that if you were to die... Yeah, they get that money, and they replace you. They replace an annual salary for a certain amount of time. Yeah, well, that's not going to cut it a million bucks. Sorry, toots. Uh, no, you ha- you get $10 million. I'm saying my husband, what we re- they would have to replace a oh. lot more than a million dollars. They would need maybe, a chef, hold on. a driver, maybe. a full-time nanny, a full-time... Maybe that's why he's going back, because he knows now that we make more money. Maybe. Yeah, he needs a lot of money to, to fill a job of a mom. They need well, he's millions. Gonna, I mean, if well, they he could were, find a wife. Yeah. Oh, for sure he could find a wife. I'm sure he would quite quickly. Yeah, I wonder where he'd find her. Probably at the tennis club? Nah, he might move back to Boston. Take the kids? Yeah. <gasps> yeah, he may. You wouldn't let that happen, would you? I, oh, who I mean, cares? Let them go. Yeah, I mean... If I'm they, not here anymore. Aren't <laughs> you going to miss them? Yeah, no, I totally would, but I mean, what am I going to do about it? So you'll just never see Taylor well, Tucker and TJ and Teddy again? No, I would totally, because they're at the age where they'd come up for the summer and no. your mom would bring them. Yeah. No, to- then yeah. my mom will die and then you just won't know my kids anymore. <laughs> Wow, you're depressing. I was thinking I, that you should fight for custody with oh, Mark. Yeah, Mark. By the way, <laughs> take your kids. I'm just saying, all of his family if is there. If you died, would I lose touch with Coco and Max? No, but I'm, he, my husband wouldn't move. But what if your husband got a brand new wife and she's like, I don't want cats, nap Well, I died. Over. I didn't divorce him and cheat on him. Oh, that's true. Like, it's not like... No, but girls are still crazy sometimes. No, they're not. Should she, be nice. Yeah, she, she like, might be the, over. She might be the new cat. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Good. And you she know what? She's really young way. and she's going to have a baby, so that'll really, re- like, refresh the brand. Oh, because that's what he wants. Yeah, well, he, he doesn't care. She'll take care of it. I keep forgetting. I'm like, oh, he would never want another baby. Yeah, but she would convince him because she's so young and fresh and fertile. Um, okay. And he loves her so much that he'll give her whatever she oh, wants. that's nice, Natalie. So I'm dead and he loves her <laughs> so much. Actually, I like her. She's so much fun. <laughs> Yeah. Actually, I'm going to marry your husband when you're dead. It's going to be Mark and I. Actually, yeah, if you died, I should probably just marry Mark. Dead. Just for a change. Okay. (laughs) I'll support that. Sorry, Mark. We have a plan. If I were to ever marry... Oh, my God. We're so weird. Can you imagine the people listening to this right now? If you and Mark died, like you and my husband died... Oh, wow. We're dying together now. Oh, okay. I think I might marry, like... Well, first of all, I might, like, just live with... Either a girl or a guy friend. Oh, mm-hmm. you would never just live with a guy friend. Yeah, I, I think I could live with a guy friend. Wow. Not in the same bed. No, I, I think that you would... Have a hot, sexy man? I think you'd be sleep fine around. alone. Yeah, I know. I'm just and kidding. then you would sleep around 100%. I mean, you would get back on the saddle. Oh, my God. I would lose 40 pounds in a week. <laughs> I would sh- I would wax the rest of that cooch and I would be on the prowl. You would be on the prowl. You'd be everywhere. Like, I'd be now where I her. wouldn't even know where you were. Not and I'd have to put a, a, a tracer on you. Yeah, gray track pants. I'd be on the I'd put them on the prowl for them. You'd have to fly for far and wide. Exactly. You would have to try punani all over the world. Uh, all kinds. Everywhere. See which one I really like the best. Uh-huh. Because how am I to know? I've only done like Toronto penis. Yeah, exactly. Have no, I, I mean done you- any other countries? USA. You? USA. Yeah, USA. I didn't... No, I didn't sleep with them. Never mind. Oh, it's too bad. Have you done anybody outside of the USA and um, Canada? I think Mexico would have considered a slip. You had sex I mean, with a guy that I, lived in Mexico? Kai, but he was... No, he was... Nope, he was American. I lied. Okay, that's no good then. Because, I mean, yeah, I've got all the cultures, but I... I <laughs> like, as far as, like, actual... Nas- na- is it national? No. Na- native 
Little Co- where they live, where they're na- born? native. Yeah. God, we had a conversation on Facebook. Did last you hear yeah. what someone said? They're mm-hmm. like, "I'm sorry, I love you guys, but get together, get." But the, like that the, was sounded really fucking ignorant. She was really nice about it. I said, "I'm sorry if I offended. I don't know the answers to these things." Oh no, I don't think anybody does. Mm-mm. Well, I, yeah, no, I think some. No, 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 because I think because, people study it because Jewish people don't know. They don't believe in Jesus. Yes, they do. They don't believe in God. Oh. Like, it's all very complicated. Yeah. And plus, I don't... Yeah, I don't want to be so sure about one way. I want to be open to all the ways. And I don't think anybody... Like, you you don't... Like, I think Jesus is Jewish, by the way. No. Yeah, no, I think he God is. doesn't... That, but the Catholics don't think that. That's I, why they I know fight. that. They do all the oh, things. Oh, let's not get into this again. <laughs> Shit. Never <laughs> talk to about religion or politics to Cat and Nat, okay? These are areas we like to stay away from. Because, you know, I just, I question it in a, in a sense of, because I don't know, right? I've never been taught it, so I question it from an outsider's perspective. Because <laughs> it seems very confusing from an outsider's perspective. And I'm just kind of like, but wait a minute. Why do policies about women can, me- it really perplexes well, she was, me. And she was like, the, the policies about abortion are protecting that unborn uh, 11-week-old child. Huh. Protecting the life of an unborn child. That's what she said. Yeah, that's what it's about. It's not about worrying about the men or the women or anything like that. It's protecting that life. But saving but the life. says who? Well, the policy. But who made the... Why did... I just... You know, it is such a... Like, it's such a... The, when you really begin to grow up and you begin to really wonder, like, why is that Why is that a rule? Like, why is that... Why do rapists and pedophiles get less time than someone who would kill someone? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I know. it is... No, mar- someone who smokes a joint gets more time than a, race, than a rapist and a pedophile. That doesn't make sense. And actually, when while like you just, marijuana, and actually, why you just said that, and you like, like you, it sounded like you were gonna say racist. Yeah, I'm like, like violent racists just for simply being racist. Yeah, they get they angry. should go to jail. No, they don't. Dude, it, they should go to rehabilitation. Nah, dude, the whole con- the whole the whole world is a very complicated place, and the rules are different everywhere. And there's different, like you know, like and we're in Canada, and I feel like we're very liberal, but our government's very corrupt, apparently. Right? You know, huh. I mean, I didn't. My, my, you know, we um we're gonna go in and do late night live, and I want to make sure to be set up and on time for eight o'clock. So we're gonna head inside. But this was fun, guys. Send in your. Uh, we love those audio messages. Where is Lindsay capturing this? I don't know. I think that what she does is people have written in, um, um, what's this called? Manually. And she asked them to send the voice notes. And we were so thankful for all of your voice notes. We love talking about all the things you want to talk about. Yeah, random um, AF and fun. You but know, keep y'all? sending them. And you can send them to our DMs. Um, and uh, Lindsay will let you know how to come to Instagram um, stories. And we'll let you know the best way to send it in. But we love hearing your voices. Just knowing that is anybody out there with us. Yes, you are. Yeah, you are. And you know what? We should... Oh, God. I have to get a plastic outfit. Okay, also... I don't think it's going to fit, by the way. Okay, just wait one second. We should also do a Dating Chronicles web, like, episode. Okay. Like, worst dates, best dates. Yes. Funnest dates. Actually, tonight on our Late Night Live, we're having confessions about outrageous things you did on Halloween night. But I want to talk about boyfriends you dated. What was the best dates you ever... What is... that We've never talked about the best date you ever had. Oh, I'd have to really dig deep for that. (laughs) Do you know off the top of your head? Um, do I know? No, I'm going to have to think about okay, it. Okay, let's go think about it. It'll be a fun episode. And like, because we're so... date? Oh, God. Oh, That's easy. I don't know if you can call it a date. God. God. Oh, God, I remember that. What? It's funny. You remember that more than you remember the best. You know, because in the book club, before we go, yeah. she remembers her first kiss. It was in grade six. Six. Mm-hmm. 
And it's how she he grabbed her face. They didn't know what to do, but they made out. And she I can tell you. I, I don't know if I've told you about my first kiss. Well, I can't. This is going to be it. next. I'm not gonna okay, okay y'all. First Bye. kisses, best dates, worst dates. Next episode. Love it. Bye, y'all.